around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everyone, and welcome today to the broadcast, Terry Mize Ministries. We are so glad that you are here, and you can also find the podcast on terrymize.com. We're just thrilled to be able to share with you the good things from the Word of God. And Terry Mize and myself, Renee Mize, we are here today to just give you what we have and what we've seen work in our own personal lives and share it with you. The Bible teaches a wonderful principle that says, freely you have received, then freely give. So today we're just going to give you what we have, and we know the Holy Spirit will help you with that. Terry, we've been talking about all these wonderful things from the Word of God about how God wants us to be strong on the inside. And, Absolutely. And just some of the things that you and I have been talking about personally and the things we've had to live by in our own life. Um, why don't you share that scripture and then just talk about what you were, you and I were sharing with and start the program today. They're out of Proverbs. Well, thank you, Renee. I'm, you know, I'm just delighted you guys would join with us on the podcast. And, and, uh, (laughs) you know, by now you realize we put up a new podcast every Wednesday. Yes. Uh, and then it runs all week. You just hop on terrymice.com and, and, uh, just pick it up that the week that it's current. But you can also, you can also go back in the archives and pick up the old ones and, uh, that are still good, still yes, anointed and still full of power. Uh, so, uh, so we're excited about it. Ray and I have really been excited about this project ever since we started back last fall. And, uh, we're, we're delighted we can spend this time with you and that you can just give you something that you can to keep you to sustain you. That's right. Uh, through the week. And uh, the scripture I was talking to you about earlier was, uh, uh, in Proverbs chapter 18 and, and verse 14. And, uh, it, it says in the King James, uh, that the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear. And actually in the Amplified, I think it's, uh, I think it's such a, a, a strong thing. It says, it says the strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble, but a weak and broken spirit who can, who raise, can raise up, up. or bear. Yeah. Who can? You know, Renee, in the day and age we're living right now, of course, we've talked about this many times, you and I together, and then we've talked about it with our various ministry friends, you know, and very well-known ministers or friends of ours that that it's such a – well, we even see it in politics. We see it in the – we see it on the news every day. We see – I mean, you know, the the news media got to where they're calling some of these people uh, snowflakes and cupcakes and – you know, colleges are setting aside safe spaces so nobody would say a word that would offend somebody. My, and, my, my. and people are, uh, you know, having to have coloring books and hot cocoa to, <laughs> to make it through their day at college. Oh, I know. I and, know. you know, our parents and our grandparents, uh, you, you know, th- those guys, <laughs> you know, you know, they, they stormed the beaches at Normandy right, with right. people bleeding and dying all around them and, and, and saved the world from, uh, from Nazi Germany. Uh, that's what 18 year olds did back in, back in the, in the forties. Yeah, in the forties. Yeah. Right. And, uh, 18 year olds today are just, it's, it's like they, they can't handle it. They can't handle the pressure. They can't handle the everyday life. And, and it's, you know, go suck my thumb and, and drink some cocoa and color and no, and don't tell me anything I don't want to hear. No, exactly. And you know, that's just, that's insane. Uh, and I'm not talking politics here. I'm talking about, about the word tells us here that a, the strong spirit of a man will sustain him in time of trouble. If we don't get some word in these kids That's right. and some word in the people of America to where they have a strong spirit that will sustain them in time of trouble, they're going to be in more trouble than they're in now. 
No, that's right. And, and, and you know, I, I saw something somebody put up the other day, and it said, how does it feel to be so weak that mere words and images offend you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Your ancestors would be so proud. Uh, you know, it, it just is amazing to me that the that Christians even, Terry, in the Bible, uh, that we're supposed to be the strongest, most militant, warrior-like people on the planet. You know, and you and I have been talking about this this dynamic of, yes, a heart of compassion, living out of the fruit of the Spirit, kindness, gentleness, all of those things that deal with it. But yet, you have to have an Old Testament mindset mindset of of a warrior that you've got a like Jerem, like Nehemiah and them did building the wall, you know, which Absolutely. is much what we're doing no, today. Of course, of course. Is that you had to have a shovel in one hand and a sword in the other. You know, sometimes you've heard me say, I, I miss the Old Testament. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, you know, David standing That's there, a seventeen year old kid without right, doesn't right. even have a pocket knife. And he says to this famous warrior that's that's yeah. so much bigger, bigger than him, than a giant. Yeah. And he says to him, This day I'm going to take your head off your shoulders and feed your carcass to the fowls of the air. And all this assembly will know there's a God in Israel. That's right. I mean, you know, I miss that. I do, too. You know, the very fact that Goliath's armor... Can you imagine how much that would offend somebody today? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine how that would offend somebody today if you I mean, if you said to about a, a about a demon possessed person, right? You know, to get out of here and come out of him in the name of Jesus, and they just get all offended and want to go do a lawsuit, you know, and oh, want to go I suck know. their thumb. I mean, it's it's nuts. And yet the word says a strong spirit, spirit of a man, of a man. Will that spirit him. on the inside of you has got to be right. strong. It can't be. It can't be a sissy. It can't be. Uh, you know, just lay down and curl up and die. It's got right. to be a strong spirit right. to sustain you in time of trouble. Well, every voice of the kingdom of darkness, and it comes through people. It'll come through the newspaper. It'll come through television. It'll come through people that you associate with in the workplace or the family. Every voice that hell has it is going to try to do something to intimidate your self-image, well, to tell you who you're not to make you feel dwarfed and small about yourself. But everything about the voice of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you is that voice of saying that you are more than a conqueror, that this thing will not take you out, that cancer is not bigger than the name of Jesus, that bankruptcy is not the last word on your life, that divorce is not the thing that's going to remove your uh, influence in the world, that God is going to be able to have something to say uh, through you. And you and I were talking about um, how these things there show up in the Word of God from Old Testament to New Testament. Uh, over here in First Chronicles chapter 12, um, you, you know, Terry, years ago when, when Dean and I first went down and started the church in Corpus, I was so I was 29 years old, yep. and I didn't know a thing about being a pastor's wife other right. than seeing two pastor's wives that I really thought were great ladies. Right. But I didn't know how to do one myself, and I didn't know how to organize or how to train people. or I knew how to, how to say good things from the Bible, but to really train people, sure. you know, to raise them up to be strong in their prayers and strong in their faith. And I was laying on the floor in our church one, one day— and in there crying and telling God I didn't know what to do and I didn't know how to do it. And, the, and we were in an old building we had rented, you know, and the carpet sure, was nasty. I remember that and I'm building. laying in there in that tape room there as you walked in the front door off to the left. To the and left. I'm in there sure. on my tummy just talking to God and flipping through the Bible trying to find something that would give me hope and expectation. And I ran across, I mean, God literally gave me personally, I felt like it was dropped out of heaven for me, First Chronicles chapter 12. And it was, says, these are they, are the ones that came to David 
David and Ziglag while he yet concealed himself because King Saul was trying to kill him. Oh, absolutely. And he was going to have to raise up an army, and he was going to have to have people that knew what to do and how to do it and skilled uh, well, marksman. The, king, the king's got the army out looking to kill him. Yeah, and he's got to have people that are sharp and smart and well-skilled and trained, could ride horses and sling stones and shoot arrows and throw, throw spears and yeah, do all these things. And it says that these different men came to David. It's one of the most, Moroc- Mor- I think, remarkable chapters in the Old Testament to explain what the church ought to be doing in the New Testament. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that are so profoundly listed in this chapter, in First Chronicles chapter 12, is verse 32. And it says, of the men of Issachar, who had understanding of the times to know of the times. they knew what Israel ought to, to do. What Israel and it says there were do. 200 chiefs of all their kinsmen that were under their command. In other words, 200 men came out of the one tribe of Issachar that really had insight yeah. into their, God had anointed their minds in some way that these, that of that particular, uh, you know, gene strain, that these men knew how they were men of wisdom. Right. And it was just so amazing to me that when you look over here, um, you know, you and I were talking about that strong spirit of a man. Yeah. You know, that's the spirit. That's what that those guys had. They had to have that and that strength. And those guys, actually, the Bible says they could they could do a spear with the right hand or left hand, left either hand. one. They could sling <laughs> stones in that, in that slingshot, right hand or left hand. It doesn't make any difference. And it says, one of the phrases in this chapter, it says, they knew how to set the battle in array. Yes, yes. And that's New Testament language for the Holy Ghost will show you how to really? pray. That's right. And the Holy Ghost will show you what to say and where to go and what to do. And if you'll follow that, then the Holy Spirit will be able to do that in a New Testament believer in this day and time. And then you take it over to where the chapter you and I've talked about, and you you listed them one day that they're in in First uh, Timothy chapter three, Second Timothy, Second Timothy three. chapter three, where it talks about that in the last days, yeah, the Apostle Paul said to his young pastor Timothy, and Timothy's got to got to teach these people. Oh, He's yeah. got to raise yeah. them up. And Paul's He's, concerned about this. Yeah, <laughs> Paul's the old apostle. Right. He's taken this young pastor Timothy under his wing. And taught him over a few years. Right. And now Paul knows he's about to go to heaven and, and that Timothy's got to get this thing together. That's right. And he was concerned about some things. And he, so he wrote him a letter and said, said, son, know this. Yeah. <laughs> that in, in the, the last, last days, days, perilous times, times shall come. And the Amplified says of great stress and trouble that are hard to deal with and hard to bear. Yeah. And, and, he, and then he lists almost 30 things 30 that things, men yeah. would be doing uh, in that time. And, you know, you can read them today and say, oh, hmm, that we're there. We're there. I, I always thought, you know, the scientists and, and uh, the EPA and all different kinds of people would want to tell you that uh, hard times have set in because of global warming. Now we've got that phrase. Or used to be the Amazon rainforest. Or it was going to be, uh, you know, the ice, you know, um, bergs and all these different things sure. that, that they've they've always said this is what's so hard and we're going to run out of i remember the gas shortage that we had what was that back in the oh, 70s yeah, sure. you know, we're going to run out of gas, block of gas when <laughs> yeah. they didn't even need it it was just all fear and fear created the shortage the shortage and then lots of people made money that were oh, on yeah. the other end yeah. and here we are running around like chickens with our heads cut off and nobody's believing the bible and saying this planet's not going to run out of anything till god gets through oh, with absolutely. it absolutely well, you heard I me love- say before this <laughs> I wanted you to say that. Yeah, that some fools think that man, man can destroy this planet, right? And other fools think man can save it. No, that's right. And it just—it's not—it's not, not going to be. This like is God's that. planet. This is God's. He said, planet. "The earth is the earth, earth is, is the, the Lord's, Lord's and the fullness thereof, yes. and all that dwell, dwell therein. therein." And he said, "The cattle are mine, 
uh, on a thousand hills. He said, the gold, the gold is mine and the silver, saith the Lord. And I got chapter two. Uh, this, this is, it's, it belongs to God. That's right. And that, that same boldness that David had when he walked up to Goliath, mm-hmm. after Goliath had cursed him by his gods. Cursed him by his demon he gods. Was, he was at least nine to 13 feet oh, yeah. tall. They don't yeah. know. And, no, don't and know. just his armor weighed more than David weighed. Oh, sure. And here's this little 17 year old boy standing out there, basically saying, not by the hair of my chinny chin chin, like the three little pigs, you know, we're just, you're not going to do it. I'm going to take your head off. That's right. I'm going to feed your carcass. Exactly to the right. fowls of the air. And at that moment, David didn't even have a sword. No. He just had five stones a and a slingshot. Knife. Yeah. And here he goes over and and slays Goliath with one of those stones and jumps up on him and takes Goliath's sword and cuts his head off. Yeah. Now, that's a fierceness. No, absolutely. Even though we don't, in the New Testament. And you know, he's a teenager, so I can just see him marching back up there to King Saul with that with that bloody, bloody head, head. Uh, hair teeth and eyeballs in his hand saying, I don't think he'll bother you anymore. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no joke. I just see that, that even though the New Testament teaches us we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, mm-hmm. but against principalities mm-hmm. and powers and spiritual wickedness. But the best place for people to learn warrior fierce tenacity is in prayer when they begin to see that the enemy wants to make you look think you're a grasshopper and small on the inside and you have to step out of that chapter 13 the children of Israel said we're as grasshoppers in our own sight See, it's I've a always mindset. said it wasn't the giants that beat him. It was the grasshoppers that beat him. They beat themselves. They beat themselves. They never fought the giants. Well, and so much of what we've seen just in rioting and, and political things here in America, we've seen that to the pure in heart, like Paul said, to the pure in heart, everything is pure. pure. To the defiled, everything Everything's is defiled. Bad news. And one of the signs here in the last days, it says, what I, my point I was trying to make a few moments ago was, it's not the rainforest. It's not global warming. It says the number one reason hard times have set in is because people are Mm self-centered. They are lovers of money and aroused by an inordinate desire for wealth. They are proud and arrogant and contemptuous boasters. They will be abusive, blasphemous and scoffing, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, profane. They will be without natural human affection which means callous and inhuman. They are relentless. They will admit to no truce or appeasement. In other words, it's got to be my way or the highway. And they are intolerant of anyone else's opinion about anything. They will be slanderers. They'll be false accusers, liars, troublemakers, intemperate, loose in morals and conduct, uncontrolled, fierce and haters of good. And the list goes on. They will be treacherous, betrayers, (laughs) rash, and inflated with self-conceit. They will be lovers of sensual pleasures, vain amusements, more than and rather than lovers of God. It says even in the church. One of them even says children be disobedient to to parents. parents, yes. Can you imagine? (laughs) <laughs> Paul lists this and says children will be disobedient, disobedient to, to parents. parents. And then another one says that they'll be uh, they'll be unthankful. 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 Can you That's imagine just going to the mall are. today and seeing some of these kids and trying to get them to say thank you for something? No, thank you is almost a lost. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And As you says, and I have traveled he says the world, be unthankful. My goodness. I saw a video the other day um, where. Uh, this gentleman walked out and, and of a store and held the door open for the lady. Uh, and she walked through and didn't say thank you, didn't look at him, didn't say, you know, nothing. Right. And uh, he just reached over and grabbed her by the arm, pulled her back inside the building and shut the door and walked away. 
It's like well, she didn't say thank you, so I'm done with her. You know, good but, for him. Good for him. Well, you. But isn't I, that something that the Apostle Paul, Apostle Paul would, would that say down. that's a problem? What a practical insight into how the church must conduct ourselves. And then, and then this part that says despisers, they will be despisers of good of those that are good. And you look around today, and I mean, look at the news. People are despise right. something that's good. No, if it's not evil and if it doesn't Boy, if fit the church their, says something, they despise it. it. If if, yeah. if a Christian says something, they despise it. If we say something about God or America or, or patriotism or any of yeah. that, it, they, 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 <laughs> they scream like maniacs. I know. It just, it's like they can't. They don't even know why. See, they don't even know why. They can't, they cannot hear truth. They can't, their eyes, it, it, when Jesus they said their King eyes were blinded. Yeah, yeah, right. Their eyes are blinded. Their ears are deaf. Their hearts their heart is hard and their minds are dull, just like the Bible says they exactly, will be. Exactly. And is the next verse there, Terry says, verse four says they will be treacherous. They, they'll be rash. And then it goes on down verse five for although they hold a form, form of, of piety. Godliness. I mean, yeah. this almost, is this the church he's talking about? Right. Is this people that are just religious? They say they're Christians, but they're not. Or they say they're, they survey God. It says they hold a form of, of piety or religion. They deny and reject and are strangers to the power. And this phrase in the Amplified, Terry, I think is so profound. It says their conduct belies or betrays the genuineness of their profession. And the Bible makes such a bold statement here. It says, avoid all such people Mm -hmm. and turn away from them. Parents, this is so important for you with your children. From such turn away. And pastors and training your people doesn't mean we don't love people. It doesn't mean that we're not praying for the lost. It doesn't mean that we have prejudice towards certain types, people groups or certain types of personalities or sinners or whatever you want to call them. It just means we cannot have that same mindset. No, exactly. We cannot fellowship with somebody. Like Paul said, how can Christ fellowship with Belial? Yeah. How can how light can fellowship, light with, fellowship dark- with, darkness? with darkness? There cannot how can be demons any. with the temple of yeah, God? Right. It's that same concept that all through the, the the Bible, there is this training that the church must have of have being stout and strong of heart, sound of mind, so that we do not get carried away by the lust of even our own flesh or by some delusional thinking that somebody, you know, I, I'm how the news media does so many times. They want to tell us, it's almost like they want to, they want you to think like they think. Mm-hmm. They want to tell us how to think. Oh, yeah. And all they well, instead, do is, instead of announcing the news like their job is, they give you their opinion of it. I know. Well, this is I don't what need this them person to explain it to me. I don't they, need them to yeah. tell me their opinion. Just show me the pictures and tell me what what you know the date and time of what all happened, and I'll figure it out. Yeah, give me the facts. Yeah, just give me the facts. And that's so much of where the church gets hung up. It's like you were talking about on one of the broadcasts that we cannot try to explain everything. We just have to announce truth, declare truth, and tell people what Jesus said from the Word of God and that we do not... Um, allow the enemy, just like it says here in over there in First Chronicles chapter twelve. We have to have an understanding of the times yeah, of where we live in, that's right. and we have to read the Bible to understand, like Paul said here to Timothy, of this is what's going to happen in the last days, oh, and you better pay attention. And there in chapter three of Timothy, it goes on to say that uh, they're ever learning. Chapter verse seven, right. they're ever, ever learning. learning. I mean, they're always learning. Right. It says they're they're ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge, knowledge of the, the truth. We're in the information age. Then it goes on in verse eight and says that they also resist the truth. They resist the truth. 
You try to tell people the truth today, and they, they, they just totally resist it. There's a darkness. There's a right. there's a blindness. I said, well, it reminds me of King Nebuchadnezzar. Whenever right. uh, for exactly. seven years he went out in the wilderness and lived like an animal and thought like an animal and ate grass, and and finally after seven years, thank God, mm-hmm. he said, my reason and my understanding Standing has returned to me, to me, and I'll bless the Lord. That's so, so amazing. So there's, there's help for those people like that. Yeah, you their, see, their reason can return. Their understanding can return. Well, you see people that that disagree with one another, and they cannot handle it. They just absolutely begin to shake, and they've got to go break something, burn something, yeah. scream at somebody, spray pepper spray in somebody's face. And they're all listed right here in, Timothy, in 2 Timothy chapter 3. Yeah. And Paul said, watch out. Watch out. This those is perilous happen. times are it's coming. coming. It's coming. Yeah. And you and I and every Christian that's on the planet today, we've got to buck up. <laughs> well, the good <laughs> news is, strong. verse 9 says, but they shall proceed no further. Yeah, they won't get very For far. their folly shall be manifest, made yes. manifest to all men, as also theirs was. Talking about two bad guys named Janice and Jambres. Right, right. It'll be manifest to everybody. Well, you know what these podcasts, I got tickled a while ago, Renee, and we're going to have to wind this right, down. Right. But I, I was thinking a while ago when we were both, you know, just overexcited talking to each other about this. I just yeah. thought, you know, this is the way this is the way that you and you and Dean and Jackie and I were when we first right, met. Right. You know, forty two forty three years ago this yeah, year. Right. And and we just sat and just talked about the word, talked about the word. Till two and, and talked three about the, the word. And and now we're doing it, you know, where everybody can listen. Right. But it seems but we're not doing anything different than what we've done all these years. No, just sitting right. talking about the word and how it builds you up and makes you strong. But I love that scripture we started with the strong spirit of a man. Man will sustain him. The strong you know, I, I've buried a wife and right. a son right. in this gospel. You've buried a husband. Right. And that'll do people in. You know, I mean, burying a child, there's they're, right. they're nothing like that. There's I mean, nothing people, like that. That's you right. know, some people never get, never ever get over it. I say, well, yes. you don't get over it, you get through it. Right. But but what what you do is you go back and say that strong spirit, spirit. of a man yeah. will sustain him in times right. of trouble. When Dean passed away, went to heaven, you, you had to have a strong spirit or that would have flattened you out. And done you right. in, no, and right, and right, you, right. you you'd have been over, you'd have been through. You know, when I buried Paul David, and then later buried Jackie, uh, if I didn't have a strong spirit of the Holy right. Ghost inside of me, and knowing the truth, knowing the truth, knowing the truth, knowing the Word, right. and living that Word, and talking that Word, and thinking that Word, then that strong spirit was able to sustain me right. instead of me just totally losing it. No, and that's you know, with with the, having dealt with the you know and experienced the things you and i have as we close out today you know you look back on it and you think how did we ever come out of that and yet we know that it was just one moment at a time Absolutely. one day at a time Absolutely. one hour at a time uh i'd rather have jesus yes. i'm going to take this i'm going to follow the lord i'm going to do what the bible tells me to do i'm going to slap my head back into reality here of what i know is the truth right. and i'm going to walk through this by faith you were talking about that scripture earlier and we were talking about it back in the kitchen there about just you know uh the just shall live by faith yeah four times four in the times, bible four times old testament and new god tells us to the, the just, just and that's us the just right. the justified yeah. you know the righteous the christian right must m u s t must live by faith and living by faith is not looking at what you see in, in the circumstances mm-hmm. and what you feel and what no, you hear, right. uh, all these things that come from the five physical sense realm, mm-hmm. but it's it's picking up and, and pulling up out of you 
that spirit of faith that Paul said, we have that same spirit that of faith. Same spirit Therefore, of faith. We Therefore, we speak. We <laughs> declare the word. Yeah. And you it, know, and years ago, people said to us, uh, you, you know, you guys are talking uh, mind over matter. This faith says mind <laughs> over matter. I said, oh, no, no, no. It, it's the no, word of God over matter. It's a lot bigger fight it's than that. It's the word of God over matter because yeah. it's the word of God that created the matter. That's God right. said, light be and light was. He said, yeah. whale be and whale was. He said, tree be and tree was. You know, yeah. He created the fig tree by speaking it into existence, and Jesus killed it the same way. Well, and it, like I said, it's a lot bigger fight than just mind over matter. Oh, I mean, absolutely. we're fighting hell. We're fighting absolutely. demonic attack that wants to take people into the pits of darkness and wants to rob and kill and steal right here on this planet. Yeah, Jesus Family, said the thief life, comes to health, steal, kill, and destroy, finances, John 10, 10. destiny, yeah, yeah, everything about that. So we hope you've been able to re- receive all of this stuff we've been just yakking back and forth. Yeah, we're going to turn you all off, and we're just going to keep on talking. But. <laughs> I know. My arms are going in four different directions here, it feels like, and we're in here just about to but just— you know, Renee, they'd say this, too. Let me let me end with this. They'd say to us, you know, this is this this faith, you're just saying that we, 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 can't, we can't have any feelings? You know, that we're just robots. Right. We can't have any no, feelings? No, 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 no. And I said to people years and years ago, I said— Faith isn't that you don't have any feelings. Mm. Faith is that you do the word of God no matter how you feel. That's exactly right. You just you just hang your feelings on a wall on a nail. Yeah. They'll change later. You just you just do yeah. the word of God. It doesn't matter if you feel good or feel bad. If you feel healed or sick, right, no matter right, how right. you feel, do the word of God and let faith walk it out. Let faith work for you. No, that's right. That's right. And it's it's all of those things taking from what we shared with you here over in First Chronicles chapter twelve. That those men and that dynamic and that generation that David was in, they had understanding of the times, the and strong spirit, and that and that that word of a strong spirit of a man. That, in that word, 18. that word, has been on me this whole program. That word's really going to help some people today. Right. The strong. Some of you need to really listen. The strong spirit of a man. Then that's the Holy of Ghost a woman, in of you. a person. That's right. the Holy Ghost in you. That that's strong right. spirit. Let that. Let Paul called it the inner man. The heart. Let that man. That spirit man. Let that's him right. get up. That's Let him right. be strong. Let him stand up and declare some things. That strong spirit of a man right. will sustain you in times of trouble. Well, Ephesians too, you know, says that the that our mind be constantly renewed in the spirit of our mind yeah. with a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. Like Nebuchadnezzar said there in Daniel chapter four, chapter four. that the right use of his mind came back mm-hmm. to him. The my Holy Ghost will take right what's on the inside mind. of your spirit and gurgle up what's in what you need to think by the Holy Ghost. Right. And if you'll take that and then go read these things in second timothy chapter three that terry and i were preaching to you out of those are such practical things and god will give you your own uh specific personal application of how those things are going to work in your life with your circumstances amen Amen. well we're just so glad you've been here today and we're just so thankful that you've joined us here at terrymiseministries.org and we're here doing the podcast with you every wednesday there's a new one that comes up and you can listen again on terrymise.org Com. And we're just so thrilled that you can join us every single time. And as Terry said at the beginning of the program, that you can go back and listen to the prior podcast. They're archived there for your uh, ministry benefit. And we're just so glad that we're able to do that and hope it's helped you today. God bless you all. And we'll see you next time. Amen. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.
This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.